Hello friends, welcome back to another episode of Librarians Read the Darndest Things. I'm Kayla. And I'm Lane. And we work here at CPL in the Adult Services and Children's Departments. And this month we read Laura Olympus. <laughs> or Rachel Smythe, I think is how you say it. I think so. I read it half and half. I read the first half of volume one on the webtoon. And then I bought it and read the last half, like physically. I am an OG Laura Olympus fan. <gasps> And I remember probably back, oh gosh, okay, so when I was pre-COVID, yeah, it had to be like 2020, maybe, um, I had a birthday party at my house, and uh, the, like an episode of Laura Olympus came out, yeah. and all my girlies and I stopped what we were doing, went to a corner, used our prepaid pass on webtoon to read the newest episode oh <laughs> this my is God. like back in season one which is what we loved um that's how obsessed i was the commitment the commitment yeah i paid for the fast pass so i could binge episodes of laura Olympus. i normally hate unfinished works yeah like i don't read whipped fan fictions or any like if it's no, not finished i skip over it yeah because yeah. i can't handle a cliffhanger like that uh-uh. but i was obsessed I see why, though, because I finished Volume 1 and had to stop myself from getting Volume 2 because I didn't want to get confused when we talked about it, but I was like, as soon as we talk about it, I'm getting it. Yeah. Which I guess I don't have, I'm going to get it because it's pretty, but I could just read the webtoon. I feel like that's a great place to start. Yeah. One, the artwork is immaculate. Oh my god, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I showed people this morning because they asked what program I was doing today. I said, oh, we're talking about Laura Olympus. What is that? I've never heard of it. And I pulled it up and they're like, it's beautiful. Yes. I guarantee that if people are searching images online, they have seen it. Oh, like, yeah. They've seen it. And people are, like, cosplaying now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm pretty sure people have seen it and not know that it is a Webtoon series or what started as a free yep. Webtoon self-published online graphic novel, which is crazy to me that it is now a published book. And it's like, it's beautiful. It feels good in your hand. <laughs> And they're thick volumes. It's not yeah. like a comic book or something where it's like, well, that was a cool 20 pages. It's like, yeah, yes. This is like a serious work. Yes. yes. A story. And back in the day when you had to pay for the next <laughs> chapter. Um, bro, if I was her, I would be so proud of myself. She should be. Yeah. And I, she now has, from what I understand, uh, like a team to help her because... It got so popular on webtoons, it was mm-hmm. almost controversial. Like, it was, like, too popular and was the only thing being pushed on webtoon, and it overshadowed everything else on uh, webtoon for a reason. Yeah. It's great. Yes. The writing is cute. The story is cute. It's easy to digest, which is easy. nice. I feel like when you do all these retellings, you know, and there's so many for Hades and Persephone, it's like, who is that? Yeah. But the way they were depicted made it easy to tell who they were. I was like, oh, okay, that's Artemis. Yeah. And then if it was a little obscure, they were introduced very well. Yeah. I just feel like it's it's so well done. And I think it's – so I'm one of those people who really want to like a Haiti and Persephone retelling, but very mm-hmm. rarely do. I feel that. I get a lot of icks from the retellings. A lot of the retellings I've come across recently are just like – way over sexualized and there's not yeah. enough story and this is great because there is a story there's story and there's plot and it is a soap opera yeah uh, which is how it's advertised as you know what the gods do after dark and it is so like clever like i like that um olympus is like modern yes um but they come down to earth as like in their typical like um oh, like godly form yeah like, like they're their like, robes and stuff yes their robes and they look like how you think ancient gods would look yeah. but in their olympian universe they're dressed in like trench coats and heels and there's um social media and, yeah. <laughs> and computers and i just think it's all so cute like it's just really well done and her artwork is amazing yes it's beautiful um i showed rochelle this morning and she mentioned that it looks like it has the paper quality yeah even though we're looking at it online like you can tell that it looks like somebody like painted this yeah. onto quality paper, oh, which is so hard to achieve. That is so true. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really does. If you haven't seen the artwork, just Google it. Like there are some really beautiful like stills. Yes, uh, that are just 
so pretty. I bet there are some nice prints out there. Yeah. The one of Hera when she's crying. <laughs> yeah. Like, what an icon. I loved how Hera was brought in at the end of Volume 1. Yes. And there was that little um, disclaimer that was like, oh, I really wanted to work her into the story, but I didn't want to make it about Hades. I wanted to make it about Hera. Yeah. And then it was, and it was about the coat, and I was like, mm, how cute. I think everyone is depicted so well. And I like that Persephone is uh, naive, mm-hmm. but not um, childlike. Yes, which we have definitely we, read some things where... And we didn't like ugh. it. And that's a that's an aspect of the hating Persephone retellings that I do not like yeah. at all. And it can get very, like, daddy-dom little girly, which yeah. is... A, it, not to yuck your yum, <laughs> whatever you're into, you know, but it's not it for me. Yeah. I don't like that. No. It gets too close for me to, like, age gap yeah. stories or whatever, where it's like, oh, she, like, just turned 18, and she's never been out in the world, and she doesn't know anything, and he's ancient. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't like that. This I like because they're very much appearing to be the same age. Yeah. And she, like, was never unaware that she was a goddess and had powers and everything like that. It was just the meter. I also like the mystery of her backstory. Yeah. Because it's very clear that she went from core to Persephone. And Mm -hmm. the whole part of season one is, what? Like, what is this about? Um, And I like how the stories kind of uh, de-layer a little bit. So Mm -hmm. you get backstories and you get the history of and... Mm -hmm. um, I think that it was very clearly plotted out in a lot of ways. Yes. Even though I think at some points in season one, it kind of, um, there was some filler episodes, very clearly some yeah. fillers. But yeah. I think in the overall scheme of the story, it, it worked really well. Mm-hmm. I think the flashbacks were done really nicely. Like the thing with Hera, um, and I guess maybe not flashbacks, but like, the subplots or whatever, like, um, what's the nymph's name? Oh, Nymph. Nymph, yeah. The thing with Nymph, how it keeps recurring, and, like, now she's very clearly mad that she's not getting attention, but she was being, like, horrible. She's, I really love Nymph. <laughs> there was another retelling I read that was okay. It wasn't Promises and Pomegranate, because I hated that I one. I did not like that one. That was gross, I didn't like it. But it also wasn't Neon Gods. And this just shows you how many there are because it was a third one. Yeah. That I, I didn't can't like recall. Neon Gods either. Um, I think it was by Scarlet St. Clair. And it's like um, Persephone is a uh, reporter and she's trying to pass as mortal and this, that, and the other. Oh, that was the only one where I liked Nymph. I really liked Nymph in this retelling. Only because she's very clearly. Um, She's not evil, but she's unlikable. Yeah. I could see it. See, I'm teetering because I, in volume one, you just don't know, like, if she's going to be evil because she doesn't play a big enough role. Yeah. But you just get the vibe that she did Hades dirty and, like, treated him really poorly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I like that. Um, I'm trying to... I'm trying to remember where season one left off. It left off... Right after Apollo, um, Apollo was a bad person, yeah, to Persephone, and then Hades had just figured out that the unnamed contact in his phone was Persephone, and he was trying to call her, and so of course, what a cliffhanger! Immediately, I was like, I need volume two because I want to know how Artemis is going to react to Apollo treating her friend like that, and he took pictures and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Screams of blackmail. So screams blackmail. Although that scene was very beautifully depicted. Yes, because as soon as it started and you saw where it was going, I was like, if I have to like visually exactly look at a graphic novel of like a rape scene, I'm not going to. And yeah, she went to that place inside herself. Exactly. Yeah. I really liked how it was uh, depicted. And if I remember, that episode had music. So if you read it in the book. Mm-hmm. The episode on Webtoon had, like, music to it, which was a really different element. That's because beautiful. in the depictions, it was music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, musical notes, right? I think so. Yeah. That's beautiful. How clever of the author. I really think she did a great thing. Like, which is, okay. So we, we love fanfic, yes. obviously. And I actually think that 
fanfic and self-published works and things like webtoons would not be here without such a heavy online presence and the oh, way yeah. and the way people have kind of accepted like self-published things which mm-hmm. started with fanfics. Yeah. Uh, but this one is kind of crazy just because webtoon is literally just like self-published graphic novels online. Like yeah. it is not what you would think as something that's going to be a huge hit, but yeah. her her art blew up. Yeah. Well, it's like and fanfic, like Cassandra Clare. Yeah, you know, started as fanfic, or I guess like even Manacled. Like Manacled, it's a yeah. cult classic. Yeah. You can't get into any Hermione fanfic discussion without somebody yeah, referencing Manacled. Manacled. Yeah. So it's like one of those things, like if you know, you know. And this is one of those things. If you are into a Haiti and Persephone retelling, Laura Olympus is going to be on your radar yep. to some degree, which is insane because it's not something that people. I think would look for if they're looking for that retelling. Yeah. Like, but once you're into it, you're like, this is, this is one of the best. Like, this is it. You were describing what happened to me. Like, yeah. I love a good Hades and Persephone retelling. So hard to find one. Mm-hmm. And I had always heard about Laura Olympus, but I'm not big into graphic novels. So I was like, yeah, you know, I'm sure that's like beautiful and it's some people's yeah. thing, but it's not for me. And then as soon as I was like two episodes in, I was like, this is great. I love it. At first, I didn't love Persephone because she was, like, too much of a cinnamon roll. Yeah. And I was worried that she was going to be depicted as, like, stupid or childlike. But as it went on, I was, like, very into it. She's very likable. Mm-hmm. I think Haiti is very likable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think all the characters have something unique to bring. But I really think it's the artwork. Oh, yeah. I think it, the artwork kind of brings something that other Haiti and Persephone retellings don't. Like, it's very hard to imagine these as people. Yes, it is usually very hard to picture them, even when their outfits or whatever are described, Yeah, like, immaculately. I'm just like, I'm picturing them in robes. Yeah, like, I can't. (laughs) I think the visual aspect was so pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's just kind of amazing that she took something that she was just doing for Bundy's, and it blew up in this massive way that people were paying for the next chapter for. And now it's a book that the library has for you to check out. Like, how crazy is that? That's insane. She's doing so well for herself. Off of something that she made because she loved it. Yeah. I love to see that. And now she has a team to help her do art because she can't keep up with it. Like, that is insane to me. And it's all very beautiful. And you could look at the images as, like, their own little art form. Like... It's yeah. just so pretty. And people are cosplaying as these characters oh, from yeah. this webtoon. That's insane to me. Like, I'm just like... Oh, my gosh. And Dragon Con is, yeah. what, tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, um, we have people in the library who are going. I'll have to ask them if they... I guarantee they're going to see someone dressed in pink. Could you... Oh, your pink body pink. painting. Yeah, <laughs> painting your whole body pink. But how cute you would look as Persephone, whole body pink, a little flower oh, crown. Adorable. Um... If you did it with the coat, too, I would die. The coat. You'd probably ruin the coat with your pink body I mean, paint. Yeah, I don't know how you would do that. I don't know how you would do pink body paint. But it's such a, like it's such an iconic look. Yeah. So now if there is a pink person, you you know it's Persephone. You're like, oh, that's Persephone. Yeah. That's who that is. I love the way that um, all the characters have very unique visual elements, like Artemis does, yeah. with her little, like, mask. Yeah. And she's always looking very, like, even their clothes, like, she always looks very sporty. Yeah. And so does Apollo, too, right? Well, he wears yeah. He like, little, like, Letterman jacket thing. Yeah. Which just, uh, I liked it on Artemis, and it went with the whole, like, goddess of the hunt type thing. Yeah. But on Apollo, I was just grossed out, and I was like, dude, he looks like a jock who's, like, trying to get your attention. Um, arrows. Oh, and the whole thing starts with Aphrodite. Yes, I forgot what an icon, too. She has her little, like, beauty mark. It's yeah. just so well done. Like, every image of these characters matches who you think of as the characters without yeah. being obnoxious about it. Very much. I did hate Aphrodite, though. Of course, because it started with her being villainous. Yeah. Um, and then Eros, I was like, didn't look, I feel like he was forgiven far too quickly. A little bit. For what he did. <laughs> A little like, bit. Something terrible could have happened to her if Hades wasn't a good person. <laughs> but it was clever. You can see that um, Aphrodite just, just schemes all the time. Yeah. And then the story with Eros and uh, 
psyche with him broke my heart. It's terrible. I it mean, it's so much in season two. <laughs> no, I'm so, I should have just read it. We could have um, talked about books. It goes so fast. Yeah. I feel like back when I was reading it, when I had to pay the fast pass. Yeah. You would read an episode, and it, it would be over in like a minute and a half, and you're like, oh my god, I need the next one. Yeah. So we would have to, we had, um, we actually started a Discord group mm-hmm. for the girls to read Laura Lindis, and it's called Lonely House of Lore, uh, Aww. because we were sad, and we would wait for like weeks mm-hmm. and do fast passes for like three episodes, Yeah. like back to back, so we could um, binge, so we could binge, but, there, but then we would be... I have to wait another three weeks. So we would yeah. just reread it and look for subtext and clues. That's the thing about whips is just, I don't want to wait three weeks. No, it's almost it's worse. It's like if there's a book series and I have to wait a year for the next one, I'm like okay with it. I get over it because it's so long. Yeah. But this is just like, it keeps you hanging on just long enough and then gives you a little bit. Yeah, but just like authors who are like, I post once a week. I'm like, no, I need you to post every day. Yeah. <laughs> like this I is need, your life now. I need you to finish this. Um, obviously that's like, fanfic yeah but it's like you said it's so cool to see how people who just like are very passionate about a certain topic or character or whatever can literally make a living and just like change their whole life because they just followed their passion yeah I feel like that's insane yeah like I don't know what that is about me I guess like people who do music do it all the time they start from I'm singing to 30 people in this crowd to 3,000 people in this crowd yeah but I think for things like graphic novels and webtoons and fan art, essentially, mm-hmm. for it to blow up this big, yeah, was like. I mean, it. I think it made webtoon a thing. Like, mm-hmm. it was showing up on um, the scroll in our Discord server for um, Sarah J. Mackey's Discord server. <laughs> uh, they're reading Laura Olympus, and someone was like, "Oh, I kept seeing the images on my Instagram," mm, yeah. and she didn't even know what webtoon was. Yeah, I didn't know what webtoon was. I knew it was like yeah. out there as a comic or whatever, yeah. but I didn't know that it was on Webtoon until I literally Googled read Laura Olympus online. <laughs> and then it was like, you idiot, you do read it online. Nope, it's right here. Just right here. And it looks so good. Mm-hmm. Like on your mobile device. Oh, it yeah. looks so good. It's so clean. It's so clean. And like high quality. I had a background like wallpaper on my phone for a long time in Terra because the images are just so pretty. Yeah. Like it's such a pretty graphic novel format. I want to see more of Hera. And I'm yeah. sure we will. She's she one of my favorite characters. But um, I want to see her put Zeus in his place because very so often, or very often, yeah. um, he's obviously garbage to her, and like her story is very like victimized and traumatic and sad. Maybe that's gonna be what happens. I don't know. But <laughs> spoiler alert: if you want it, you know I want it. Um, Bring it for spoilers. She is definitely modeled after Jackie Kennedy. Oh, really? Which I think is, like, such a beautiful way to depict Hera, because mm. if there was a IRL couple who reminds me of Hera and Zeus, <laughs> it's the Kennedys. <laughs> and I think that's pretty cool, because in, in her drawings and as her character develops, she is very, like, iconic. She, mm-hmm. Her outfits are very Jackie O. Like, her, yeah. um, she wears sunglasses, and she's often depicted in, like, tears. Yeah. And she's very, like, clearly empathetic and, um, like, high class. And it makes her a very unique character, just like Aphrodite is, just like Eros is. Like, yeah. everyone has a very unique identity. Mm-hmm. And they're very colorful. It's just such a pretty webtoon to look at. Yes. Yeah. It's so engaging. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, the episodes are timed out, or the chapters, whatever you want to, however you're reading it, they're timed out so nicely. They end at just the right point where you're like, now I have to read the next one. Keep going. And they're fast. Yes. I finished I, the last half and, like... Less than an hour. So, okay, help me recap season one. Starts with Aphrodite at the party. Overhearing Hades say that Persephone could, like, outdo Aphrodite. Yes. She gets mad. Mm-hmm. She sends Eros um, to, like, ruin Persephone's night. Yes, by sending her home with Hades. Mm-hmm. But Hades has so many dogs. Yes, and she gets along with the dogs. Loves the dogs. Yeah, which is, like, very surprising to him. And she, she thinks that the underworld is beautiful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hades has a girlfriend. Kind of. Yes. Yes? Oh, okay. Well, because he has Minth. He has Minth. He's with Minth. Okay. It was unclear. nature of their relationship is unclear, yes. I think. Yeah, are they can... committed? Are they not? It seemed like he was committed, 
because he wanted to bring her to Zeus's party and yes. everything, and then she didn't want to go. And after that, it seemed like he was just cutting her off. Yes, is the vibe I got because then she kept calling him and stuff, and he was ignoring her, and he was just like, "Nah, I'm done." But she wrote him off first because there was that really nice scene of her like in the bathtub, like, "Oh, I can't go." Like, yeah, and she was just so blunt. She was like, "I don't feel like being seen with you." Yeah, and he was she's just like, mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's and mean. He was like, "Oh, okay." But then he told his brothers later what, like, he had a ring prepared and he was going to, like, ask her at the party and then she ditched him. Yes. So I want him to just cut her off and be done with her. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it will be more complicated because he hasn't formally said, I'm done with you. Right. So he just has, like, mixed things going on now. So he's with Mint. He's definitely flagged for Stephanie. Yes. But he's, like, he's not there yet. Right. He's not pursuing her. Right. And she's trying to be friends with him. Yes, because she doesn't have many friends and blah, 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 experiencing, like, the real world, whatever. And she's like, how cool would it be to have him as a friend? He seemed genuinely interested in, like, talking to me and stuff like that. It was very sweet. But Eros is like, oh, no, this is a crush. Yes. Takes her shopping and everything, makes her post pictures and stuff like that, which I thought was, like, after I got over him being forgiven too quickly, I thought it was fun. I um, like her friend. So she lives with Artemis. Yes. And there was, like, no men allowed in the house until um, Apollo and Hermes? Yeah, Hermes. Is that, okay, is it in season one where she's, like, Artemis is at the door and she's, like, no men shall pass. And someone's, like, but I have these snacks. And she's, like, okay. (laughs) Yes, it was Eros. He came to apologize with donuts. And they were just, like, "Mm, donuts. (laughs) It was, it's one of my favorite scenes is because Artemis is, like, at the door and it's, like, visually impactful because she looks like this like super powerful eyes glowing goddess and then yeah. she's like oh don't that's cool and it's just so cute and so clever which I love how when the gods are in their god form it's visually different yes I love that I like that thank you I would like to see Hades in his god form because I we have. don't we and just see him in suits and stuff perfect I don't want to spoil that for you I'm excited literally when I go home I'm gonna finish the book I'm reading now and then pick up volume two I feel like I need to reread season two because season three is coming out or just I think put it's out. Just I think just it's coming out. out very soon, but we can find out because we have the internet. We do have the internet. Um, I actually have Webtoon on my phone now because I'm obsessed. Of course, it's an app. I didn't even think about it as an app. I just used the website like a boomer. Why not? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Asking you questions instead of just letting me do it. Oh, there you go. Hello Olympus, right there. And I'm pretty sure, like, for the longest time on um, trending, yeah, top series number one, Lore Olympus. Of course. <laughs> Times haven't changed. Times has not changed. Um, what's this is season two. So I guess it's still on season two. We're on season two, episode ten. That doesn't make sense because that doesn't make the sense. The graphic all. novel for season two is oh, out. Oh, I lied. Season three. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, so it just came out. It just came out. So season three, yeah, came out like a few weeks ago. So I'm really going to do this to myself. (laughs) Oh my gosh, season three just came out. I can't! Okay, so the whole time I was reading The Plated Prisoner, (laughs) I was like, this is just Laura Olympus fanfic. (laughs) I couldn't stop thinking about it. For those of you who don't know. What a good series that is, too. You played The Prisoner? Yes, I know. Um, I think you told me you read, what, Gleam or something, and you yeah. didn't like it. I didn't really like it. Yeah. Um, I'm into it because I don't have to think too hard about it. Yeah. But I'm mad because it was all on KU, mm-hmm. and now the fourth book's come out, and they're not on KU anymore. You have to pay, well, they're on there, but you have to pay for them. We hate that. I was going to buy them anyway, but come on. <laughs> Stop being real life. I was going to buy the paperbacks, and then also read them on KU so I could read them like literally anytime and Red and Kennedy's just gonna give me like that it's so rude I was a supporter well, now she. we're still a supporter but <laughs> I'm just gonna pay $4.99 for it <laughs> well let's see so season one who do you meet you meet you meet everybody you meet Zeus. Mm-hmm. Do you meet Hera? Yeah. You meet Ares. Mm-hmm. And Poseidon. Poseidon. Who's hilarious. Like, yeah. I love Poseidon. He's really goofy. 
Um, Hermes. Thanos. Like a little bit, yeah. Thanos. Thanos. Um, nymph and the nymph, the water nymph. The one oh, no. I don't think we need that person. Zeus's girlfriend. Oh, no. No, okay. Mm-hmm. So you don't need that. Their person. dynamics are so interesting because Hades seems like a one-woman kind of guy. Yeah. But literally, his brothers are like, do you want to borrow my wife? Like, let's go to the club and, like, so look at other weird. women. And Hera didn't care. Like, it was normal. It's very strange. Yeah. So it's just interesting dynamics. So you go through... I'm trying to think. Okay. Yeah, so it does end with Hades and Persephone making contact, like, with their phones, right? Mm -hmm. Like, no? So the whole, not the whole time, but most of the time after she leaves his house, um, she gets the phone, Mm -hmm. puts his number in it, and says, like, hey, thanks for the code or something like that. Or I don't even think she says that. I think she just says, hey, it's me, and something nice. And he's like, who is that? And uh, ignores it. And then, like, the very end, um, she texts him again and says, like, thanks for the code. Yeah, thanks for the And he realizes that it's Persephone. And it ends, um, on Persephone's side, it ends with her in her little inner world after the Apollo incident. And then Hades, it ends with um, a picture of him calling Persephone. Oh. Yeah, so they haven't, like, connected again yet. And it'll be right after she's having this traumatic experience. I'm very excited to see how Hades is going to handle that. I am, too, because, like, on the webtoon, the season one finale is different. Oh. Well, that, now I'm so mad because I read it in the two formats. I should have just stuck to one format. Yeah, because, like, in the, in the season one finale on the webtoon, it ends with... Like, you do meet Thanos and uh, Zeus's girlfriend and Nymph, and they discover something about Persephone and tell Zeus, and that's the cliffhanger for season one finale. Oh. See, what I read um, said that volume one of the graphic novel contains episodes one through 25 of season one. But why would it not, yeah, why would it not also be the finale? Because the season one on... The webtoon, it goes yeah. to episode 115. What is this? Which is crazy. Because that's like, so much longer. A lot happens. That's, that's a ton. That's so much longer. That's so much longer. So you go through, so the book, so the volume one of the book only goes to episode 25. That's what I read online. And I think that's correct. Because I read, like I said, I read about half of it. So probably till about 12 or 15 on webtoons, like on yeah. like desktop. And then um, I read the actual graphic, and that was, like, about halfway through the actual graphic novel. So did you see um, Gaia? No. No? What's happening? (laughs) What? Oh, my God. I'm mad. This is not good formatting. So you didn't see this one? No, who was that? Oh, my gosh, that's Gaia. You meet... um, you meet their mom, like Hades and Zeus's mom. That's too cute. Well, now I need to know what it actually ends on. But okay, well, it couldn't have been that far because you end with that's so much more. So much more. It's like four times as much. Oh, so you ended on this one where they're like talking. They weren't even talking. Incoming call from Hades. It might have said incoming call from Hades, or okay. I thought it was an outgoing call from Hades to Persephone. And it, like when she's picking up the phone. No, I don't think I saw that. Oh, I don't know where you left off. Literally, he was like, "Oh," and it, it was um him thinking like it's like two or three in the morning. It's okay. Oh, right. We can just have a conversation. He's like, "I'll call her," and it's like him with his hand on the phone. Well, <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> That's like episode 24 on the webtoon. Maybe it was episode 26. Oh, yeah. Like when they're 
It's late. It's no. cold. You answered. No? No. 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 Okay. Well. <laughs> okay. I well, can no, anticipate that's what's happening. Yes. Um, so it's not a surprise to me that that's what's going to happen that I haven't read yet. But, like, yeah, I didn't read that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, there's a lot that happens in season one that I guess you have not read. Uh, so I'm excited that there's that much more to read, though. There's so much Like, instead happens. of there being, like, another 25, it's, like, a ton yeah. more. A ton more. But I guess that makes sense because when you're on the digital version, mm-hmm. you know, you're endlessly scrolling. Yeah. It just, but to put those in pages of a book, yeah. there's probably like a good 30 pages per episode. Yeah. So Which, I'm, yeah, they had to cut it down a lot like that. Yeah. The massive time episode or like the time commitment to make these is oh, insane. Yeah. I don't, oh my God. These are hand done. Like, <laughs> that's insane to me. She's an icon, like, and the art is just, again, it's just so beautiful. I wonder what else she's done, or if she's done anything else. Oh, that's a good point. I don't know. I should have looked. That is a great point. Who's your favorite character so far? I mean, probably Artemis. I, yeah. I like her vibe a lot. I do, too. Um, I like Poseidon, like you said, he's pretty funny, but I just haven't seen enough of him to, like, really say he's a favorite I don't like Eros that much I don't hate him but it's just like a little bit he's kind of there yeah he's there to propel the story you can tell like without him finagling in her life and like making her post Instagrams or whatever I feel like his story developed really well his psyche thing yeah was a very good like subplot um and I guess we'll they'll probably have to like team up or something to like yeah. Defeat Aphrodite. I feel like all the characters have something interesting. I think Hera is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, just the way her story develops in season one yeah. is really cool. Um, and she just is very funny. Yeah. In a very dark way. Yeah, she and was pretty funny. She has the most iconic art. Like, her still frames, I guess is what you can call them, mm-hmm. are just like perfection. Like, they're a total vibe. Yeah. It's weird that Persephone is not my favorite character. Yeah. And I w- isn't that the thing, though? It's just like how Harry Potter is never going to be your favorite character. Probably not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she is much more likable than somebody like Harry Potter. Um, she's just still, a, she's still like a little too naive for me to be like fully on board. Like the cinnamon roll thing is going too hard. She is a bit of a cinnamon roll. Um, and that's not my favorite. Yeah. It's just not like... I don't want to see her need, like, a ton of protection yeah. and stuff like that. I would like to see her stand up for herself and maybe, like, fight somebody. Yeah. But I'm sure, like, that will be character development. Yes. Um, one thing I do like about her is that she is very depicted as, like, plus plus size. Yes. She's a curvy girl. Yeah. I really like that. She's a big queen. She's a big I queen. I love it. I do like that. Yeah, even, like... And it was, like, her whole body. It was, like, if she you looked at her face, her cheeks were all smushed up. Yeah. And she was making expressions and stuff. And then, like, her tugging the dress down when they were going to the party. Yeah. yeah. I really did like that. Mm-hmm. Um, also love her hairstyles. Yes. It's just so cute. It's wild when her hair gets so long. I know. When she, like, freaks out or whatever, which I didn't really get how that was connected. Like, her, I don't know why her power spurts out her hair. I don't know why either, but it does look really cool. Yeah. Visually, it's very pretty. Yes, the way it winds through mm-hmm. everything. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to bring up. I feel like it actually translates better on screen mm-hmm. than it does in a book. You think? I think so, because a lot of the times when she does things that, like, the mm-hmm. horrible scene with Apollo, mm-hmm. it trails down the screen. It yeah. almost, like, drips. And when you're on a mobile platform like Webtoons and you're looking out on your phone and you're endlessly scrolling, it, yeah. like flows down the page into the next scene and it's very connected which yeah. is interesting and I don't know how well that translates into a book I don't think the book felt disconnected which is nice um, I would, yeah the only disconnect I think I could even say is when it's switching characters yeah um, and you just very much switch like color palettes and things like that you know if you go from Persephone to Hades you're going from pink to blue yeah Apollo with that strong purple and stuff. It's um, it's really pretty. I wonder if I could find. I don't want to like spoil anything, but like um, 
favorite thing is Sarah. She's so cool. She's like my favorite. She seems like a very strong character. Yes. Like I like that. I mean, it's not that great chapter. I mean, it's a good chapter, but it didn't flow <laughs> Anyway. She'll create these, like, scenes, and it flows down the page instead of it being broken up into panels. Yeah. Which I think is really cool um, because you can clearly see that it was made for this specific app. Like, she yeah. made it to be read on a phone. Yeah. Which you can make into a book, but I think it's at certain points, and maybe she does it less as the seasons go on because... Mm. You know, it's been made into a book. Yeah. But you can clearly see, like, her original intent yeah. was for it to be read online. Yeah. Which is so cool. Which is really and cool. And just circles back to our point that, like, people are writing for these specific platforms. And just the progression of the media is yeah. so interesting. I just, I, I just find it really fascinating that this is now something that people can get famous for. Yeah. Like, she's making a living off a webtoon. Yeah. <laughs> Ten years ago, would she have even imagined? Yeah. I see what God is doing for other people. <laughs> and I wish I had the talent to do it for me. Like, here I like that, you know, it breaks down to where you have the panel and a panel and a panel, and they're all the same size, and then all of a sudden you have something that, like, mm. takes up your whole screen. Yeah. And it visually, like, changes how you read it. Yeah. Like, you can see that this is going to be something, and there's no text, it's just the image. And I think that's very clear in her first season. Yeah. Is that, like, this is a very visually based yeah. something, which is different because all graphic novels are, but this one is even more so. I think it's so much more engaging even than, like, a regular handheld book graphic novel because when it fills the screen, it's consuming all of your attention. All of it. Yeah, and if I'm holding something in my hands, visually there's still so much going on around me. Yeah. But, like, I'm zeroed in on my phone yeah. when I'm looking at stuff like that. And she really does, like, there'll be panels that take up your whole screen, and yeah. it's that scene. I also think the text is a little different than most graphic novels. Um, because you can do it digitally, there's not, like, little bubbles. Sometimes it'll be smoosh, and it'll yes. just be, like, the words smattered across the page instead of, like, in text, smoosh, bam. It's, yeah. It just comes across a little differently. Yes. It's more organic, I think. Yeah, a little bit. I'm just, like, really impressed by this altogether. <laughs> like, I'm just impressed that this media that I did not expect has taken off and made other things into webtoons. So yeah. now people are taking books and making them into webtoons. Which is so cool. And the accessibility, like, I love it. Yes. You really yeah, just it's said. Free. Yeah, you it's just free. said, I love this so much, I want other people to love it. Yeah. I'm going to put it out there. Uh, have you read The Wrath and the Dawn? Okay. I've been told by multiple people to read it. Ugh. I have, read it. I literally have the hardback. It's on Webtoons. And I like it better because the characters are so beautiful and the art yeah. is so gorgeous and the whole book is on Webtoons for free. Supported by the author and drawn oh and he's in person love. I can't like imagine things in my head very mm -hmm. well. So like these visuals are key for me. Yeah. So I just am really impressed that I think Laura Olympus started this trend of making things graphic and like taking fan art that people have always been drawing yeah and pushing it into a whole new way of formatting literature yeah it's crazy i love it it's 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 the future man it's the future man these aren't graphic novels they're like graphic novels plus you know what i'm in love with it like yeah it's crazy this was made for mobile devices <laughs> yeah and we're just consuming it it was so good it was beautiful it was a good story it had unique characters you can tell it's really going somewhere yeah i'm into it i'm here yeah. for it and her patreon offers like back end mm -hmm. storytelling so it's like um interviews with her or like her concept art which is really cool yeah um and even spicy hating and persephone content wow uh give the people what they want give the people what they want and which I think is really cool because that's how she originally made her money was mm -hmm. through Patreon. Right. So the commitment. She, the commitment. And that's crazy. That's once again, like, people are using just their raw talent to make money in this yeah. strange way that has never been accessible before. Like, Patreon didn't exist in 1998. Right. But 
Rachel was able to literally make a living by making a webtoon comic for freaks like us to read <laughs> and pay for fast passes and people will pay for her Patreon account. Yeah. So this is kind of like directly supporting authors in a dumb unique way. Like yeah. I don't especially now like she's gotten so popular she can maintain that Patreon and people like you who were supporting it before. Yeah. It was helping her make a living. Now it's just like surplus income. Yeah, just yeah. extra income because she's now got a book published and she's yeah. making royalties. And these are her images that are online that she is making money off of. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, it's, if you could see our faces right now, it's just like, how do you even ex- put it into words? Like, how amazing it is. Because. It's just making, like, indie publishing, like, independent self-publications so much easier. Yes. You can't get published right now. Yeah. Like, what, like, 1% of writers get published by a publishing company? It's why KU has blown up so much. Exactly. People who said, I'm just going to do it myself, and then look, people are living for stuff on KU. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are thousands of people who only read KU stuff. Yeah. And I think it's making places like traditional publishing companies like webtoon is a platform or um, ao3 is a platform Mm -hmm. or ku it's really forcing traditional publications and traditional media to go oh oh no yeah they don't hold all the power anymore they don't yeah and it's crazy that places like like publishing companies think they can make these creative decisions about who wants to consume this content. Like, oh, people aren't gonna read that, so I'm not gonna publish it. They go and do it themselves, put it on AO3, Wattpad, KU, mm-hmm. whatever. And it blows up because blows up. people want it. It's like Zodiac Academy. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a whole culture now. People yeah. are obsessed with it. I really do feel like all these things kind of tie in. You know, the people who know about Manacled are obsessed with it and will recommend it to everybody. And it is like a cult classic. Like, you cannot be in the Harry Potter fanfic world and not know about Manacled. I feel like now it's pushing... It's pushing people to explore different formats and different media. And traditional publications are going, oh, no, (laughs) what do we do? They can't anticipate like these people can. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, like, indie publishers, go forth. Go forth, do it. Um, I'm just super excited to see what the next big thing is going to be. And I even heard that Warren Memphis is supposed to be a Netflix show. But that was I pre-COVID, did, and I, I haven't heard, heard anything about it. Hmm. It would make a beautiful show. It would make a beautiful show. I wonder how, you think they would do it live action? I don't know. Animated. They couldn't possibly, right? It would have to be animated, like animated, right? I don't think you would do it justice if you didn't animate it, but um, I'd watch it anyway. Who am I kidding? I would <laughs> I would watch it. Oh and the Netflix. Okay, it says twenty twenty two, but that is almost over. It does have an um IMDB. Mm. Is War Olympus getting a show? June twenty two. What? Oh False. It's under development. Oh my gosh, War Olympus has a Wikipedia page. <laughs> Another thing we love. Oh, she's from New Zealand. Nice. Oh, cool. I did not know that. Oh, and it's won tons of awards, which is again crazy to yeah. me. Like this is just insane. Uh, Seven Hundred Other Crows. Oh my God, there's so many characters. Oh wow, that's a long list. It's, this is just so funny. She uses Photoshop and a drawing tablet. Of course she does. Yes. Yes, okay. So, hardcover and trade paperback for chapters 1 and 25. Volume 2 is only chapters 26 to 49. Fantastic. So, there's three chapters, or three volumes that have been released so far. A Hugo Award? Wow. Oh my gosh. It's crazy how people can just put out such original content, and I love to see them recognized for it. 
Oh, wow. She worked 70 hours a week on the comic. Holy That's moly. Huge. So no, no news about Netflix. But it just says under development. Mm. So that could mean anything. That's crazy. She's won so many awards. She worked so hard. It's a 9.73 on Webtoons. I actually think that you can add it to your um, Goodreads Ooh. and Storygraph. Nice. I think. Well, especially now that there's a, uh, like a physical yeah. publication. How crazy. I'm just so impressed. I just really like the age of internet allowing people to take what they're, I mean, this would have never been published. Yeah. Like, this would never have been a graphic novel. People would have been like, this is for children. This is for teens. This is yep. not for grown people. And it would have undersold or mm-hmm. not been published at all. Could you imagine if she had stopped working on it and, like, given up? Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have this beautiful content. We wouldn't. I would like to take credit for supporting her in her early days. <laughs> which I'm not even sure how I found out about it now that I think about it. Yeah. I think I saw an image and was like, well, I'm going to read this. No. My best friend, who's not a reader, yeah, not a reader at all, told me that she had been reading this comic that she found online, like on Instagram, saw yeah. an image, looked at it, and then had been reading it, and I should read it. And then so I got Webtoon, we started reading it together. Aww. Uh, which I think is like how it got so popular. Yeah. People were like, this is crazy. You should read this. This is great. Right. And non-readers can engage with it so easily. Yes. There's not a lot of written context, which I think is pretty nice. There's not Mm -hmm. a lot of, like, because the images speak so well for themselves, because Mm -hmm. they set the tone, the mood, the atmosphere. Like, the images tell you everything you need to know. It's not just a picture. I mean, even, like, the colors and the way it is on your screen gives you what you need to know. Mm -hmm. So all the text is just dialogue. Yep. Really. So it is super easy to read, and that's really Yeah making it very accessible oh yeah i love it i love everything about it yeah it's a 10 out of 10 yeah i can't say enough positive things i have heard some uh, especially like in earlier days Mm -hmm. that the story could falter at points during season one Mm -hmm. like it didn't really have a direction Mm -hmm. and the author would take pauses for weeks at a time to be like i've got to get like my story graph together Mm -hmm. which i think overwhelmed her at first yeah and now that she has a team and can commit so much time and resources because she's so well supported through her patreon and for royalties Mm -hmm. that it's gotten to be way more um planned out yeah and you can tell when it really comes through also her drawing style has evolved so like Mm -hmm. as you're looking at season two her drawing is so good like it just got better and was already beautiful yeah i'm just so proud i'm I'm excited to keep going with it I'm just excited that people can do this. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. So I guess um, if anyone has any other recommendations, mm-hmm. I know that there's other graphic novels and books on Webtoon. Yeah. But even if you know of some other kind of indie way of publishing, mm-hmm. you know, if, if it's fanfic or if it's, oh, what was the, what, before it was the, it was fanfic.com. Fanfiction.net, yeah. And before that, there was, what is it called? Um, Live Journal, isn't it? Oh, I've, <laughs> you're beyond me. Oh. Like, I've heard of Live Journal. And I never, I, I was past my era. Right? I was a fanfic.net girl yeah. before I was an AO3 girl. Same. But what's, what's the next big thing? Like, it, Webtoons is been a massive success for people yeah um i feel like people are now binding fanfic which is crazy oh my god it's so hard to get your hands on yes which is really fun like people are now binding these into real books which i think is deserving the support like the support that's how much the community loves it so what is like what are some other things that this community these groups of people who like want to consume more media in Mm non-traditional ways what's the next platform yeah. Like, what's next? I'm very curious to know. Oh, yeah. Because AO3 is still going pretty strong. Super but, 
you're right, just we're on the brink. We are. I just think it's really just um, like Zodiac Academy, I think mm-hmm. there's these non-traditional ways of getting media out there. Yeah. That's really what people want. I'm just super excited for it. I just love it. It's nice for us because it's so free. It's so free and accessible, like, and it's just always going to be something like that. So, like, whatever the next thing is, you are excited because you know yeah, it's going to be free and easy to access. So it's like always by the people for the people. Yes, that's a great way of saying it. Yeah. Yeah, it's people who have their ear to the ground and know what their community wants. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, I love it. I love the internet. I'm so glad I have it. Can you imagine not having it? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Any wrap-up thoughts on season one that you read? <laughs> I mean, it was just such a cliffhanger. Like I said, I'm immediately going to start season two. Um, now that I've been educated, I will just read the webtoon. I'll still buy it because, like, I want to have the collection and yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. But I'll be reading it predominantly on webtoon so that I can just, like, zoom through it and make sure that I'm getting through 115 episodes instead of 49. I have to buy season two. I feel like I read it so much faster on my device. Oh, oh yeah. And it's just also one of those things, I mean, on your device you can read anywhere. I read in the elevator today. Yep. <laughs> like... Which is why Kindle Unlimited is so beautiful for Mm -hmm. me. I always have a book on KU. Yeah. Like, ready to go read it anywhere on my phone. Yep. You always got to have that backup book. Accessible and accessible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, what are your um, non tradish recs? Yeah, I love it. Non traditional publication kind of group. Oh, yeah. I guess. This is our second webtoon we've read, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. And the other one was good, too. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Also beautiful artwork. Yes. And if you haven't, you should read um, The Wrath and the Dawn. Yeah. It's a webtoon. Our I'm going to add that to my CBR. I didn't know it was a webtoon at all. Yeah. I thought it was just this book that everybody was telling me to read. But I cannot wait until after the the webtoon. I'm waiting for it. Oh, my God. I'm waiting. Why is it not already? Why is it not already? I don't know. Good question. Ooh. Somebody do that for us. Somebody, I know you fan art people. Oh, yeah. Make it happen. Make it happen. I'm going to do it. Well, I guess that wraps us up, huh? Yeah. That wraps up Laura Olympus. We love it. Ten we ten. love it. 10 out of 10. Five gold stars. Recommend it to everybody you know. Amen. Okay. Sounds good. Well, this has been Librarians Read the Darndest Things. I'm Kayla. I'm Lynn. Bye. Bye.